Hello, you're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And we're from the OtakuSpirit.com website, where you can go for our news, reviews, and coverage of noodle anime, as well as our wonderful community in the form links top. Social links on the right side, and all that good jazz. As well as a link up there for our podcast series, which I believe we have our Monogatari series reviews all listed in there, if you want to check out other ones, because we're going to be reviewing Kizu Monogatari, the movie, the first one, which is, what was, what was the title on the first one? I don't even have it up here. Why don't I even have it up here? What? The first movie title. It's up there at the top. Ah, Teketsuhin. I have it in the title, but I don't have it in the outline. Yeah, this is uh, Koyomi Vamp. This one was published by Aniplex USA. It's a movie of a duration of 64 minutes, written by Nisio Isin, and done by Studio Shaft, and of course based off of a light novel. Uh, for those who don't know, Kizumonogatari, the movie, part one is one of three parts of a movie trilogy. And uh, we finally decided to break open the first one, watch it, and because uh, we both uh, we both uh, listened to the audio book, and we were like, we have got to see this. <laughs> Plus, we just got done watching Ori Monogatari, and we're watching them in sequence of their releases. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, this is the first case of well, I, I've had a case before of doing source material before a show. Um, this is the first one where I'm kind of going. I have to fight my urges to do the stupid, this is better than this kind of thing, because I mm. really have a feeling of that. Uh, but yeah, for those who don't know, um, you don't have to worry about spoilers here too much, even though it is way later in the series, because technically this is a prequel story uh, that doesn't really have... It has substance to there that's effective, but I mean, you, the first couple minutes of the first chronologically released series, animated, has clips of what happens here. And you get kind of an idea what actually went down. I think um, but, he even uh, mentioned in his uh, epilogue, he said that he, he doesn't really care either way if somebody yeah. gets the sto- this story first. But but the, the story basically covers, uh, well, the, the gist of what this whole entire series is going to cover, which we're reviewing the first movie, uh, is where Koyomi Araragi has just met a girl who is supposedly, it doesn't really mention in the, the movie itself, but she's one of the most popular girls in school. And later on, and it gets a clips of her underwear, and later on decides to go out and get some porno magazines to get his mind off of her, and runs into a rumored vampire that the girl had told him about, which is, of course, Tsubasa Hanakawa. And this vampire says, is really, really destroyed, and says the only way that she can be saved is to drink all of his blood, and um, he decides to help her in some way. And so that's kind of the story that kind of opens up with this first movie. Um, so yeah, this is a definitely a insanely visually pleasing show or movie, but at the same time, I have my reservations on it. Could you guess why, Chris? If you're going to say the baby, then I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm not with audio, you on I'm that. talking visual. <laughs> no, visually, it's... Uh, it's definitely, it's got a, it's just uses so much CG. Like, like all the environments are CG and the characters are animated within them. I think there's only one time where the characters were actually CG themselves. Uh, but I'm kind of mixed because at one point it, 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 you get used to it and it does seem like it's doing something pretty cool. But at the same time, it's technically them drawing 2D characters to move around in a 3D environment that's kind of shifting around. And at those points, it always kind of irks me. Um, I've always been give and take on Shaft's kind of artistic style and their choices for what they do with uh, their series and 
um, specifically like uh, the Madoka Magica series. I had issues with the labyrinths there. Um, I had issues with a lot of redundant symbolism, quote unquote, they had in the, the entire Monogatari series. And this one, I just have my misgivings with the overuse of the CGs. I mean, they even have the cram school is like insanely polished. It looks brand new. It's like, this doesn't even look like the cram school that is like not even a year later that we get to see it all broken down and shoddy. So I'm not sure if maybe, I don't remember anything technically happening in the rest of the Kizumonogatari novel that would have caused it to not look so polished and brand new but i don't know i i have so many mixed feelings about what they chose to do visually but at the same time the 2d animations they did were absolutely fantastic the characters were so lively just seeing araragi panicking and and just terrified and seeing uh kiss shot you know pleading for help and just kind of flailing around <laughs> watching so the disturbing. hair movements yeah it, very 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 unsettling watching her kind of flailing around i mean to be able to get that reaction to me visually giving me an unsettling visual was fantastic i mean i the animation wise i just cannot wait till the second and third one where they actually have a lot of the scenes that i've been waiting for because it does have Great polish to the animation. It's just that why that much CG was only my only misgiving. And the, I was about the only thing that I was kind of disappointed with this on was probably the fact that I was kind of hoping to get at least one of the battles in in this particular part. Um, if, if you've done this the the story, you know what I'm talking about, and that didn't kind of happen in this, and I was a little bit disappointed on that. But a lot of focus on introductions. And leaving it all pretty much the second movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, everything that you really want to see is here. I mean, there was a couple of good scenes. And I thought that those scenes were really, really well done. Um, in particular, like, I, I, uh, your, your, your notes scene. are driving me nuts. <laughs> I keep thinking about what you're saying here. And I want to say, give, give a caveat for it. And I don't. Um, they, I thought that the, the kiss, kiss shot, um, uh, Araragi scene, um, where they, uh, first, first meet each other. I thought that was really, really well done. It captured a lot of the, 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 the fear, the, um, anguish, the, 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 the frustration, the, the loss of who, um, finding meaning in it. And there was just a lot of really cool things. Now I do now do think that it was really, really dragged out um, in two instances. One in particular was the baby thing that Andrew is going to bring up. My way to spoil all my stuff. You want to just go ahead and read all my notes? <laughs> the baby thing is driving me nuts. Okay, I got some more notes down here if you want to go through all that. No, too. I don't. Um, and then the going up to that moment where he was walking and following the, the, the bloodstains, which I just thought that was just so dragged out. You know, on one one hand, I know that those those scenes are kind of to uh, feed into the uh, the the tension and the moment, but it just felt like it was kind of we got budget, so here let's blow it all on this, and it was like, well, I didn't really need all that. The the uh, the the explosion of um, uh, him him burning up at the beginning of the show the the scene was okay. I get it. I he's he's on fire and it's anguishing and all that. It, it's kind of this 
on one hand, I love those moments because they just look so beautiful. And there was so many cool things to those. But at the same time, it was like, it felt like in a lot of cases, they were dragging those scenes out. Well, I think, I think everything can kind of be, my, my total thoughts can really be summarized to the lack of inner dialogue, dialogue, which is really, really troubling because that's what I was saying earlier. It sucks that this is one of those cases where I read this or I went through the source material and then I'm coming into the animated, uh, the adapted version of it and then going, crap, I'm having that feeling that I want to tell people not to bother and go to this one. Not not so much that. I'm not saying that. Um, but more of the idea of if you enjoy this, definitely go read the source material because it's got a case of the Monetary series, Shaft has always adapted all the inner dialogue. I mean, they're, they're constantly in inner dialogue with Aragi. And to go into this movie going, I cannot wait to hear him talking about uh, how he thinks that Subas is trying to uh, readvert him or trying to uh, rewrite his memories of seeing her underwear or uh, talking about how Subasa is so popular and he's not and he, she shouldn't know him. Going into uh, all these little moments where their, their inner dialogue is happening and it seems like they, they literally took it all out. All the inner dialogue's gone, and it almost seems like they're trying to just kind of jump to each point to each point just to get ahead, just to get to the the, the juicy action, just to get to something. And then it, it's almost like they go, oh, wait, but we can't make it far enough to get to that first fight, so let's try to drag this scene out, drag this scene out. And we don't have enough time to really get into the dialogue. We don't want to jump to the next fight. We, can't, we don't have enough time, so we're just going to drag out what we currently have and then feed it to people. And then we'll leave that the next part to the second part. So it's like all that dialogue that would have easily filled those gaps and easily given perspective of what's happening is taken out and then it's replaced by what you're talking about. There's these scenes going on a little bit too long and not having really any context because you're not hearing what Aragi's thinking. Uh, I don't think the lack of the dialogue is such a problem. More on the idea that one, it gave it gave me perspective as to uh, a lot of character thoughts in that first scene with Tsubasa and, and Aragi. They're technically talking; he's constantly in his mind talking about how she's popular and that she doesn't get it. And then the more detrimental thing that's lacking is when it gets to Aragi with kiss shot in that first scene in the subway. You have that issue where it's not explaining why he chooses to turn back. In the inner dialogue, he's actually thinking all that out. Of course, he kind of mentions some of it when he gets to her. But those those senses of context are being lost when they didn't have any of that inner dialogue. So it ends up turning up. He just turns around and walks back to her. And it does, that doesn't make any sense unless you have that context. So it almost feels like the, it, this is almost built just for people who already know the source material. Just to get the get a visual of what happens. Is, is all I can think of. As far as the movie itself is concerned, I do think it being a just more of a visual treat. And I don't necessarily think that his inner, inner dialogue is necessary per se. It gives a lot more context to the things that he is doing. I will agree on that. But, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of, a lot of the... A lot of things that he when could be the talking inner dialogue about. dialogue is the staple of the Monogatari series, that constant banter, and that's removed. It feels like it's missing so much is my problem. I agree. I, I think that, like I said, I mean, the these scenes being way too drawn out, obviously, they're they're missing something if if that's if if that is the 
the total of the sh- the movie. I, and and that's the frustrating thing is uh, now I, at the same time, uh, Aradagi and uh, and Shinobu's kind of banter back and forth later on was was just fine. I loved that um, when uh, Oshino was jumped in. That was even even that little bit more that I was I was looking for the. There, there was a lot in this this movie, but I do agree to a point that some of that missing. Uh, it's almost like that whole first section was just so sparse, and I guess you could put it on the the inner dialogue. But when when you think about what he was really doing, if you take out like uh, him him pointing out the fact that Subasa is the the president of uh, of presidents, or that he ha- his and him talking about his intensity as a person being ruined by having a friend, um, those those were really the only two things outside of okay, he goes to the porno shop and he because he wanted to erase the the panties from his mind. That's Which, thankfully they were able to visualize what that was going on. Yeah, and, and that's that's my thing. Most of his inner dialogue really was in those three instances. So yes, there is context that is needed for um, understanding the 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 latter part, like him him choosing to go to 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 Shinobu. You totally miss that he. The fact that he didn't have his quote-unquote intensity as a person was the reason why he went back to uh, uh, Shinobu. If he hadn't, if he had realized that Subasa was his friend, he probably wouldn't have been as quick to go. That's all something that happens later on. Now, but that's all embedded in those contextual uh, clues that you get from that inner dialogue, which is not something that. There's not a lot of it, and, and that's 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 where I I agree with you in in the fact that like when when we do hear those inner and what what I really want to know is are the the latter uh, light novels do they have all this inner dialogue that we're missing because um, Shaft has decided to only add in this or that and well I've heard that at least the first one and the second ones are pretty spot on. Except I've the only thing I've ever ever heard otherwise was was apparently Kanbaru is a little different, but I've heard that they're pretty faithful. Hmm. But I mean that's only like maybe one or two people <laughs> mentioning. I haven't heard too many people that's actually read them. But I don't want to get. I'm, I'm getting. We're getting way too stuck on that. But I think the only th- other thing that was kind of odd they changed was him going to the subway instead of meeting her uh, at a street lamp. Because I mean I thought that that I'm fine with what they kind of changed there. The only problem with it, which Chris has already kind of spoiled for everybody, was the the baby crying. I thought that that was, I was okay. That's weird at first, and then it kind of just drug out and drug out. I can kind of see. I know that they use baby crying as a way to make people feel uneasy. Um, people naturally feel uneasy with the sound of a baby crying. Uh, they could be using it for the case of trying to just make out that kiss shot was just whining like crazy, like a baby. Either way, it just it broke that scene for me completely. That literally broke the seriousness for that scene for me. I literally could not take it seriously, and that was probably outside of the lack of the inner dialogue. Without the, with with the the use of the CG, that was probably the most disappointing part of the entire movie. Was the fact that that ruined probably the strongest scene within this first part for me. Um, I thought it was cool. Oshino's entrance, that was n- completely new, and I was not seeing that coming. And that was really, really wicked. Um, but, 
yeah, yeah. Oshino, Oshino blew his introduction out of the water. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> but no, I, I, I do agree to a point. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't want to discount the, the frustration because I even pointed it out at some point after a certain point, it was like, okay, this is just flat out stupid because it, it like I said, the, a lot of these scenes were dragged out to, to, uh, uh, an annoying amount. And, and the baby, I, when, when that ha- that scene happened, it was like, okay, that's kind of annoying. And then, and then it just dragged out for what felt like five, 10 minutes. It was like, okay, this is just stupid. I mean, and I, and I think I even pointed out, okay, baby crying. Hello. <laughs> it was like, stop, this is too much. And, and that, so to a, to a point, I do agree. It, it did undermine the scene in a way that just kind of really sucks because like Andrew was saying, this is one of the most power. This was one of the scenes that I wanted to see the most out of uh, next to the, the, the fire burning, um, uh, a turning into a, fi- a fireball that, that was something that I wanted to see as well, but it wasn't near as much as this particular scene because it was, it was the, the moment in which Aradagi changes his entire mindset and he becomes a part of this world. And, and so it is such a crucial moment and I wanted it to just blow it out of the, out of the, out of the park. But I will say, I, I still think the, pretty much every scene with uh besides the baby factor uh every scene with Araragi and and Kiss shot together were fantastic uh visually it was still uh a treat besides my misgivings like i said i got used to the cg after a while i think it's i think it's a cg that has enough polish in it that you can kind of get used to it after a while it doesn't quite stick out as much once they kind of start getting the gist of it and they're kind of getting the flow going well with their animation um i think in the end what i have to say about this is if Unless you've read the book or listened to the book, there's not going to be too much in this first movie. I think it's probably going to be – my suggestion would be to probably wait until at least the second movie you have that second movie before you watch the first movie because there's just not enough – not really too much there. And you're going to feel a little bit disappointed because it really starts ramping up when you get to that second movie, which we will we'll watch that also um, and get a review Tonight. for you guys well. <laughs> probably <laughs> i don't think it's going to be very long I, we just wanted to get the review for this one out before we watch it and then we'll do a review for that and then we'll have to wait until like december before we get to the third one one of the things that i did love was they 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 still i i still think that Aradagi doesn't feel quite like Aradagi, and i i i i do like the fact that that shaft kind of seems to have ca- encaps captured that a lot better i was concerned about Maybe there was some just kind of translation loss in there somewhere, and so I do kind of see Aradagi, but I I did love the um to show your fealty by by patting my head or something scene. That was and fantastic. It was it absolutely captured Aradagi in his full epicness, and it was just like yes, thank you. Uh, kiss shot uh, in in her super lolly form was absolutely beautiful. Loved that. There was so much that it's just a visual treat. You you, you don't know until you see it. I was happy to have Subasa back, like the real Subasa, not ditzy girl from the audiobook. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> that was really disappointing with from the audiobook. Because it's like I that does not sound like Subasa. So I was really curious is if Shaft when they adapted Kizuma Monogatari would have that same ditziness to her, and it really was, and it was really it was really having 
the Sabasa that we know. Seeing her kind of do that little, okay, it's over with, kind of hops towards him and then kind of moves up next to him kind of thing. I was like, okay, great. That's the Sabasa that I know. The the adorable, I love her to death, I hate you, Adadagi, for breaking her heart kind of <laughs> Subasa. By the way, um, you did have in your notes. I, I'm not, if you don't there you go want me stealing to, stuff. No, it's fine. The uh, the introduction of the three and their dialogue. Yeah, that was the weirdest. I thing. agree. I agree. It was uh, completely left field for me. I don't think this is really that big of a deal for people, but uh, the first time uh, we we really in the the movie get to see the three people that had that attacked Kiss Shot uh, in the novel. Uh, it was episode no um, dramaturgy. Dramaturgy starts speaking in a weird language, and then I think it was Guilting Cutter tells him, "Look, you need to talk in the the native tongue. Mm-hmm. Nobody gonna understand you." And so they start talking. In the movie, they literally are talking. I'm assuming some kind of vampirish type of tongue, a foreign tongue, the entire time. We never get a single bit of dialogue from them. So I was like. Another thing, why why did they choose to do that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it just it was it was I, even even if it was one of those things where at least give give some kind of con- because in in the in the novel you understand what they're saying and then you hear them say fix your 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 tongue otherwise you're not nobody's going to understand you and then they start talking the right way and. And you know what they're saying, but in the movie you don't get that. It's it, it's it is not, literally it's jarbled. Not really, and it's not literally a, a big deal because all they're literally saying is talking of the native tongue, and then they fight over who's going to jump first, basically. Who's going Pretty who's much. going to get the get the, the the target? That's all they're really saying. I mean, it's not like there's important dialogue here. It's just another thing of that's interesting. Why why was that changed? It doesn't make any sense. Why would they change that? Maybe they just wanted it to feel so foreign and we'll get to that stuff the next not uh movie or something like that who knows um i enjoyed the fact they kind of it was cool because at some point they had a really long number on the screen and we were kind of it literally kind of worked in a certain way for kiss shot but it was technically for Araragi. it was a, a count basically a count up uh a clock t- counting up his his lifespan so it like comes out to seventeen point nine years. I thought that was kind of cool. The only thing I had really was the uh, uh, the dismissal walk away that Araragi did to Sibasa. I thought that was kind of funny. Just like a sudden stop, walks away. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have. It was cool. I, I enjoyed it. it still in the end. I, I didn't like what they took away from it, but in the end, it's still definitely worth a watch. But like I said, in my opinion, I think you should probably wait until the second movie comes out. If you don't have the context of what's being said, it's one of those troubling things. Like we don't know if it's not that big of a deal, maybe. And I, and I assume that the the inner dialogue's taken out so that it's more thematic and more enjoyable for people in the theater. I can totally understand that. Um, and maybe people that watch it and never read the book, maybe they get the context there that we're we're assuming is missing. Don't know, but uh, definitely worth checking out in the end. Um, and of course, I, we already reviewed the the book itself and said it was pretty cool so anything else nope i loved it well that was a review uh review of kizumonatari the first movie Tagetsu hen which i think is the 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 iron-blooded i think it is it's it's the iron-blooded cold-blooded or iron-blooded hot-blooded but cold-blooded in different segments so one of those ones (laughs) 
we hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, again, we're at TalkySpeed.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new adult anime, as well as our wonderful community in the form links top social link, social media links on the right side. And I'll look at Jazz, and y'all take care. Oos! Bye.